What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Lisa Rants Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Smith, and today I really want to discuss cancel culture. Cancel culture is something that in the past maybe two years now has been a reoccurring theme, you know? Influencers, celebrities, um, they're getting canceled um, from things that they're either currently saying, tweeting, doing, or especially we see it from... um, kind of things they may have tweeted or posted in the past that come back to haunt them. So I want to discuss that today and just kind of, you know, see both sides. I don't really side with one or the other. Like, is it right to hold people accountable for things they said 10 years ago? Or is it not? Should we give people passes? Should we give give people second chances? Does it depend on the situation? So I really want to talk about that today because it's just such a huge theme. And I feel like Things that you tweeted 10 years ago are literally ruining your lives today. So let's get into it. She's Lisa and she rants. You are now listening to the Lisa Rants Podcast. So it is officially 2019 and I hope you guys are having an amazing start to the new year. I know I am. But with that being said, since it's 2019, we all know that some of these major social media platforms that we use every day now, such as Twitter, Instagram, etc., they're coming around the kind of decade mark of how long they've been out and how long they've been around. I think Twitter kind of started to kind of pop up in 2009. I know that's the year that I first got my um, Twitter account. And, you know, with that being said, it's been a decade and a decade of kind of like this history and this log of 10 years of our thoughts and opinions just out there on the internet and they stay there forever, you know, unless you like really try hard to delete them. And, um, you know, I've been noticing that this has caused a sort of trend called cancel culture. And cancel culture is, I guess, basically where, you know, if a celebrity has said something in the past, and I'll give you guys plenty examples of this. They've said something in the past, they tweeted something in the past, and people dig up these tweets. They go, you know, you can kind of, everyone knows on Twitter, you can search someone's, like, um, profile name, and then you can search, like, specific words, keywords, phrases, and every single tweet that that person has tweeted with those words in it will pop up. So, for example, if you put in my name, and if, if you put, like, I don't know, if you put, okay, here's an example, Bruno Mars. If you put my name, put Bruno Mars, you see every single tweet that I've tweeted about Bruno Mars since I've had Twitter. It goes all the way back to, I think, 2012 or whenever. Um, and I want to tell this story first before I get into all the examples with celebrities because I think it's really important. And it kind of sparked my whole kind of thought process on this topic. And back in the day, back in high school, I hated Bruno Mars. I absolutely hated him um just so much and you know that was the era when he had all those kind of annoying songs like um I want to be a billionaire so freaking bad like all those like annoying kind of songs um his song with B.O.B. that was like a hit like he was just playing non-stop on the radio and I just couldn't stand it I didn't like his branding at the time I thought he was annoying I just could not stand Bruno Mars and I tweeted awful things about him like awful awful things and this is back like what I think it was like 2011 2012 when I was tweeting these things and I was in high school and like 
when back on like Twitter used to be a savage, savage place where you could literally tweet whatever you wanted. No one really read it. I had about 30 followers. They were like my closest friends. Like Twitter was nothing back in the day. Like you just tweeted out your thoughts and you didn't have to think about it. You didn't have to care who saw it because no one was really going to read it. And that was that, you know, and, and I think that's how a lot of people treated Twitter back in the day when no one really had it. And, um, I remember, like, back in the day, like, it was so easy to get a celebrity's attention. Like, I remember, like, Lady Gaga followed me and, like, Little Twist, who was, like, a cool rapper at the time, followed me. Like, it wasn't, it was, like, Twitter was such a small community and it was so easy to be seen and it was so, you know, like, no one was on there. So, like, no one cared. You could just say the most savage, insensitive things and no one gave a fuck. So, I was always cursing on Twitter. I was always saying, like, horrible, like things that were just like immature and stupid and no one cared except like my five best friends and like that was it so i just want to give you guys some context on what twitter used to be like um so hopefully that'll kind of tie into what i'm about to talk about but so now fast forward what eight years later i'm um sorry not eight years yeah eight years later it's like i am just like i recently went to a Bruno Mars concert (laughs) um and I loved his recent album so much like it's like one of my favorite albums of 2018 like it was the best album and I went to the concert and I was tweeting about like oh my god I love Bruno Mars and it made me go search for like Bruno Mars in my like I just like search for Bruno Mars like tweets that I've, I used to have. And I came across all of the horrible tweets that I tweeted about him in 2012 and they all popped up and I was like, oh my God, you know what I mean? Like, it just made me think like, holy shit, like I love Bruno Mars now and I'm at his concert, but like eight years ago I was tweeting about how much I hated him and how horrible he was. And like, it's just so crazy. Like, and it just made me think about cancel culture because my opinions of him are completely different than what they were when I was in high school. And like, I don't even stand by those tweets anymore. You know what I'm saying? I do not feel that way about Bruno Mars anymore. And I kind of like freaked out and I think I deleted them. I hope I deleted them, but we'll talk about deleting tweets later. But like, I was just like, holy shit. Like, I don't, I don't feel this way anymore. And it made me think about cancel culture because a lot of celebrities are getting themselves in trouble with like old tweets and old posts because, you know, like they might have felt a certain way at a certain time and you didn't, then you tweet it. But then you have to remember, guys, we grow up, we grow, we learn new things and we mature. And it, it just kind of sucks that people are getting held accountable for these things. So that's why I wanted to have this podcast episode to really talk about, you know, like, is it okay to hold people accountable for things they said eight years ago? Should we forgive them? Should we not? It's tough. And I was thinking, like, what if I had an amazing opportunity to, like, interview Bruno Mars on my podcast or, like, <laughs> you know, work with Bruno Mars or something of that nature? And then someone on his team searched my tweets and they saw all these awful things I said about him eight years ago. It would have completely ruined the opportunity for me and ruined my chances. And it's just, like, damn, like, that really, like, fucking sucks because... Yeah, now I don't, you know, now personally, I don't feel that way about him, but my tweets say otherwise. So I don't know. It's just, it's like such a crazy thing, you know, coming up on like 10 years of Twitter now, maybe even more. And it's just like old tweets can really get you in trouble. You have to be careful what you put out there because it's going to stay there and people can easily find it. Um, So yeah, it's just, it's really fucking crazy out here. So what actually 
besides the Bruno Mars thing, what brought cancel culture to my attention was, um, a lot of you guys know if you're my close friends, I love the Joe Budden podcast. I love Joe Budden. I just think he's like really cool. I don't know. (laughs) A lot of people don't agree with me liking him because of, you know, things that we've heard about him in the past, you know, how he used to be. He was on drugs for a long time. He always would act out. Um, he just didn't have a great reputation, um, for many, many years. But um, now I do think he's changed. He's been clean for many years. He's now in a happy relationship. And I I support him. I support what he does now. And um, he brought up the term cancel culture in one of his latest podcasts because um, he had something to kind of say about the recent R. Kelly allegations. And people on Twitter were kind of having backlash saying like, hey, Joe jo Budden, you're, you're, this is coming from the guy who beat up a pregnant woman and made her lose her baby. And, you know, like they were saying all these rumors and things that they've heard about him. And he had to set the, he had to set the record straight on his podcast saying, you know, like that's not really what happened. Like these are rumors. Like, you know, people have canceled him for years now because of these rumors and things that weren't true and things he said in the past that alluded to things. And, you know, it's, it's like, because of things he posted and he said years ago when he was on drugs, you know, people still have it in their mind that he's canceled and that he's this horrible, horrible person. And, you know, it just really sucks. Like, you know, and that's why I battle with cancel culture because it's like, like I said, people can change. I changed. Maybe Joe Budden's changed. You know, I don't know him personally, but I am a fan of his. And, um, you know, it can really ruin future opportunities. It really comes back to bite you in the ass. And um, I think it's really, you have to be careful what you post on the internet. Um, Another example is that Joe Budden's fiance has recently been under fire. She um, was on a podcast, the Lip Service podcast with Angela Yee, I think three years ago. And she said something about, you know, black women loving, sorry, black men treating Hispanic women very well in relationships and saying that, oh, I don't want to say that. I don't want to get black women mad. And it was like, you know, it was something kind of pretty insensitive to say about, you know, dating and black women and black men. And, you know, um, and a lot of people had issues with what she said. And a lot of it comes back to, you know, we are in this kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm not standing up for her, but I'm just saying we are in this, this um, era where things are, People are kind of like more sensitive than they used to be. Like every little thing that people say, if it sounds wrong, even if she didn't mean it, people are just gonna, you know, they're gonna, the backlash is real. You know what I mean? You cannot get away with saying things like that anymore. And, um, you know, she was pretty um, open about wanting to have the discussion. She was very apologetic. Um, She's someone who seems to always kind of support black women. So I wasn't really one of the first people to kind of like hop on the bandwagon and say she was canceled because I kind of knew there was probably more of the story. Um, since Santana is very young, I think she's only maybe a year or two years older than me, if that. And, um, when you think about three years ago, she's probably, what, 23? Um, and kind of just saying these kind of ignorant comments. Um, you know, 23 is old enough to know better, but it's just tough. You know what I'm saying? Like, all I'm trying to say is that it's hard when you're, you're on a podcast, you're not that famous, you're just talking, you think you're with your friends, even me. Sometimes I spill way too much tea on this podcast because I'm just sitting in a room by myself talking and then I don't realize that I'm like, I listen to some of my podcasts back, I'm like, why did I divulge like all that information? But, um, you know, it's just, it's kind of like a give and take with this whole cancel culture thing because now, you know, 
Sin Santana, she's someone who's very well liked in the industry. Like, black women loved her. Like, everyone loved her. And now black women feel betrayed by her because of something she said three years ago. And, um, you know, should it completely wipe clean all the support she's had for black women in the past year or two? I don't know. You know, like, do we should we see her differently because of something she said in the past? Could she have grown since then? You know, it's just cancel culture is just so hard to really navigate. Um, let's talk about some bigger things that you guys probably have heard of that will give a better kind of picture of all of this. For example, Jeffree Star. I'm going to talk about some YouTubers right now because YouTubers are always in some shit, girl. They are always in shit. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of controversy with most YouTubers. <laughs> I don't know why. So Jeffree Star is a gay man. Um, he, he, I guess he, he doesn't really identify. He doesn't have like a specific pronoun. You can call him him. You can call him her. Um, they, them, you know, she, he, she, he doesn't have a specific pronoun, but, um, he has been very open about his, you know, sexuality. Um, he's been on the internet since like the MySpace era. So he's been out there like very open about everything, even when things were a little bit more, you know, modest and like, you know, he was kind of like the first of his kind, I should say. And, um, when I was watching his, um, recent documentary with Shane Dawson on YouTube, you know, Jeffree Star has this horrible reputation of being racist. Um, people always paint him as racist. He's been filmed saying, um, was he filmed saying racist slurs? I think so. But, um, then he was able, he explained that he only called someone a racial slur because they were calling him, um, many gay slurs. So he used it as a rebuttal and, it was literally back in 2008 and he doesn't feel that way. And, you know, it's been like hard for him to kind of <laughs> build his reputation back up and make it known that he's not racist. And um, that is something that's been carried with him for like 12 years now. And another one, James Charles, he made a tweet. So James Charles, first of all, he's what, 19? And I think this was two or three years ago when he got the huge opportunity to be a cover boy, the first cover boy, which is crazy. Um, he tweeted something about going to Africa and getting Ebola. Like, oh my God, am I going to get Ebola? And that blew up. People were so mad about that. Um, I think that was probably one of the first instances of cancel culture, like back in 2016, where people were like, oh, he's canceled. Like, fuck him. Like, that was so rude of him to say. And, you know, I think, you know, as an ignorant little like white boy, white kid who's like 16, I don't think, you know, he was just trying to be funny, I guess, but it was super like insensitive and like like low-key like kind of racist and it's just like that ruined his career for a long fucking time and so it's hard to be like so these people face th this karma you know 10 years 10 years later three years later five years later you know it's kind of just like are they the same people you know um so that's kind of what I'm having this debate about in my head I'm just kind of like is cancel culture correct to do should we should we put people under fire because of things they've done in the past and I have an example that I do think that she should have and was canceled for and this is Laura Lee this is the youtuber Laura Lee so she tweeted in 2014 that black men are th something like I, I don't know the exact tweet but I remember it being something that was like very 
in my opinion, unforgivable. She basically said something along the lines of black men being thugs and that they need to pull their pants up to run away from the police, which is fucking insane that she tweeted that. Like, it was a real tweet. I read it. I could not believe my fucking eyes. And that is something that that's ingrained in you, right? Like, that is like a real, this is a real feeling you have towards black people. You know what I mean? Like, that's not something that, like, you were joking about and, like, you said it in the in a wrong way. You know what I mean? Like, there's people who, like, might say the N-word and they're just, like, singing a song or they're just trying to be cool and, like, you know, like, the Jeffrey James Charles thing was talking about Ebola trying to make a joke. Like, those are things that are, like, eh, you know, like, that's not okay and you just let them know. But her saying that, like, that is something that, like... Like, you're a fucking racist. You know what I mean? Like, she believes that about black men. You're putting this narrative out there. Like, you need to be canceled. Because that 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 is, like, a actual deep-grained belief that you feel about black people. That, like, they need to run away from the police. That they're always in trouble with crime. And, you know, like, that was, like, really fucked up. And so, that's where I feel like cancel culture should be, you know, warranted. Because it's, like... When people say things like that, that are just like crazy inappropriate, crazy wrong, you know, you can't forgive someone for things like that. So sometimes I feel like cancel culture, it's not necessary. Sometimes I feel like it is necessary. Like, I really want to hear from you guys what you guys think about this. I'm sorry that this episode doesn't really have like a conclusion or anything, but I just kind of want to start the discussion about cancel culture. Like, is it right? Is it wrong? Should we penalize people for things they said years ago? Should we not? Um... I don't know, but I think I kind of just want to close this episode in saying that, like, we all need to just be careful with what we say. (laughs) Like, we really need to be careful because once this shit is out there, it's out there and it's not going away. Ever. You can be held accountable for something you said as a teenager. It can ruin your life. It can literally ruin your life and future opportunities if you're not careful about what you post. So before I end this episode, I kind of just want to give you guys this little tool that will help protect yourselves from cancel culture. If you feel like you have tweets that are wild, um, I suggest that you delete them. And I think I'm definitely going to do it. I'm definitely going to do that because like I said, stuff I tweeted in high school is fucking wild. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I said any of those things. It's ridiculous. So there's a website, you guys, called tweetdeleter.com and you can basically sign in and it'll delete your tweets in bulk like from years ago you can like pick a certain year you can pick a certain month anytime you're going through something and you tweeted mad shit you don't want out there anymore you can completely delete them and they'll be off your twitter for good so you guys hit up that website please i don't want any of us to be um canceled (laughs) in culture just in case one of y'all gets rich and famous in the next decade, be careful because all of our tweets are going to be there. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I really want to hear your feedback. Is cancel culture appropriate? Is it not appropriate? Can people change? Can they not change? Um, For me, I guess I can say that every case is different, but um, you know, I think it's good that people get canceled only because it teaches people what they can and can't get away with, you know what I mean? I think for a long time, you know, people were saying these awful things maybe behind closed doors or in their homes, and now that we have this history and now that you put it out there, you know, you have to be held accountable for 
things that you say. Um, but on the other hand, you know, is it right or wrong to hold someone accountable for something they said years and years ago? I don't know. So yeah, I want to hear from you guys. And um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I kind of rambled a lot, but I love you guys so, so much. See you next week. Bye. Bye.